This is Times Radio. Right, his name has long been associated with success and excellence, but now Brazil, a great and three times World Cup winner Pele, is officially in the dictionary. The adjective Pele has been added to the Portuguese edition of the Michaelis Dictionary uh, to describe someone out of the ordinary. And the announcement has come as part of a campaign that gathered more than 125,000 signatures to honour Pele's impact beyond football. Let's talk to John Bonfinho, a journalist in Latin America. Hello, John. Hey, Henry, how are you? I'm really good, thank you. I mean, I was a big Pele fan going back as back to the 70s, man. Really, you know, I'm that old. Um, let's talk about this, how it happened, and just how uh, just how big it is. I mean, it's huge. Look, if, if Brazil's definitely had a year, right? And if you ask most Brazilians what's happened in the last 12 months or so, um, they generally won't say that there's been a, there was a fraught presidential election, that there was an assault in January on Brazilian democracy. Most of them will uh, straight away you know, from the hip, shoot back, say Pele died. Yeah. Um, that's the level, you know, that's the scale of the importance of of his death and, and the man as well. I think what you say is is correct, and which is fascinating because on the face of it, you think, okay, the word Pele has been added to the Michaelis Dictionary in Brazil, one of Brazilians' uh, most popular Portuguese-English uh, dictionaries. But actually, the key thing is not the, the, the name itself. You know, it's not a noun, it's an adjective. And to some extent, the campaign that was uh, headed up by his old football team, Santos and the Pele Foundation, wasn't really that relevant or pressing. The truth is that for decades now, the word Pele has been used as a synonym for greatness. Of course, in sporting context, but also more broadly, across Brazil, the word Pele is an adjective to describe uh, somebody who is unique, exceptional, uh, incomparable in their field. And it's that use of the word which has gone into the dictionary and honestly would have gone into the dictionary in a year or two uh, had it, even if there was no you know, public campaign to drive it there. It, it was used that broadly across the nation to signify uniqueness. And what's the reaction been to this formalisation of what's been happening culturally anyway? I look, obviously, very well, uh, very well received, almost a sort of a, a, a natural step forward in, in the veneration, the ongoing veneration uh, of the man. Because I think also, if you think about uh, how, where, where Brazilians, you know, every, every nation sources pride in certain images, imagery, people. And of course, Brazil uh, used to do that, continues to do that in, you know, post-death uh, in the legacy of Pele and not just in, in a local Brazilian and national sense, but also if you think about Brazilian signifiers internationally for Brazilian exceptionalism, I mean, is there any greater image than Pele? I don't think so. I'm struggling to think. Well, I mean, in terms of, well, Rio specifically, um, you know, the Christ the Redeemer um, would be the one that everybody would say, well, that must be in Brazil, that, that's clearly in Rio, you know, I suppose. But in terms of the nation... Um, yeah, I struggle. Perhaps a Times Radio listener can uh, shoot me over uh, <laughs> something, a greater signifier uh, for Brazil than Pele. Hey, just a quick thought, because yesterday I was talking to a, po- a Portuguese journalist about uh, the Brazilian pre- president's um, visit to Portugal, Lula, and how uh, the president of Portugal has said, it's now time for my country, Portugal, to apologise for the transatlantic slave trade for what we did, particularly in Brazil and elsewhere. I'm just wondering if that's resonating, and given that Pele also is a descendant of enslaved Africans. Yeah, look, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you think about the ethnography 
of Brazil. Of course, you know the the, uh, the history and the legacy of Brazil, and in fact, uh, you know much of the the great controversies around Bolsonaro's time were in terms of the the, the segmentation, the fragmentation across uh, races and and, uh, uh, and and makeup in in Brazil, and and certainly Lula's current international drive. I mean, not long before he went to Portugal, he was in China as well. The sort of reactivation of Brazilian foreign policy that's that's taking place is very bent, not just on trade and not just on diplomacy, but is also bent on kind of almost a repositioning of, of Brazil internationally. And of course, the slave trade, uh, historic and, and crucial, which we often think of in a North American context, uh, you know, did not just exist exclusively there. It existed right across the Americas. Yeah, certainly did. And so when it comes to the Pele Foundation, I mean, now that they've got this a fantastic accolade in this Michaela's dictionary, what happens now? How do they keep the flame alive? What are some of the ways in which they've been, you know, re-energized? Yeah, I, I, in a way, I don't even think they need to keep the flame alive. The flame is bright. They now just need to, if we want to mix metaphors, uh, Henry, I think they just need to ride the wave. <laughs> I think, you know, that is, it's, it's, it's hot, it's, it's big and it's, it's, it's uh, pouring forward and it's going to be a long, long time, if ever, before uh, Brazil and, and, you know, the world more broadly forget, forget Pele, who he was and what he meant. Thank you. John Bonfilio, Genesis Latin America, thank you very much. Could have gone on all night. Fantastic. And on your smart speaker. This is Times Radio.